The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. If you are at the gym and rabbing yourself with Oda Minge, you are going to smell like... Sweaty badge. Peppered mackerel mixed with a kebab. Welcome to Love Bites, a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about. Good day, Laura. Good day. You always start so officially. I know. Are you having a vab or a vab? <laughs> when I watched that video, I was like, are they talking about vaping? No, I'm having a vape. Do you know what I've got? I'm So I was a smoker for quite a lot, a long time, like when I, in my youth. And then um, I like turned into like just smoking when I drank. And then mm-hmm. my boyfriend vapes. Um, and then recently I started vaping only when I go out to drink just to stop me smoking. And it really has helped. Like last weekend, I only had two cigarettes the whole night, which is actually quite good for me because usually I would smoke quite a lot if I was no, that's good. which is really good. But now the worst thing is I love it so much. I now just like vape through the day, which is really bad. I need to stop. Know, but, and I get it. And I really want to tell you all for vaping, but I know the alternative is smoking. And like who the fuck smokes nowadays? Like you know, who does that? It's quite good though. I mean, like, I think I need to curb the vaping during the day because I would never in my life smoke during the day. I would only, I could go weeks without smoking if I didn't have a drink. So why am I sitting here vaping? It also just tastes really nice. So <laughs> That is the problem. They really hook you in. And it's why like <coughs> my 14, 14 year old nephew, the school called home and my like nephew was apparently dealing vape juice around school. And like, yeah. I really wanted to be pissed at him, but I was like, go you, you little entrepreneurial guy. And he was like a vape dealer. That was cute, but like it's bubble gum and like cherry blossom and like Coca-Cola flavor and grape. Like that's fucking dangerous to market like young so kids. Like dangerous. it actually tastes really good. And when I have a drink, um, I'm pretty sure when we were all out in Dubai the last time at Basola, a couple of our girlfriends had vapes and it was like sweet cherry. And like, it's addictive. It's addictive. But- it's really bad. Yeah. It also, I've noticed I, after dinner at night, I have a little vape instead of having like a dessert. Because <laughs> it's like, well, like, that's obviously why people just smoke, continue to smoke because they know when, whenever they stop, they instinctively just want to like eat rings around them and stuff. But no judgment. But you know, please stop smoking if our listeners are yeah smokers I've got you know my mom still smokes my dad smoked 40 a day and then when he turned 40 which is basically fucking my age what the hell and I was like a teenager and remember thinking fuck my dad's so old he's 40 anyways he gave up smoking and he gave up literally overnight after smoking 20 maybe 40 a day because like back then everybody smoked it was so cool and he then took up running in its place and then like started being like a competitive marathon runner. Uh, but mom has struggled a lot more with smoking. And my mom drinks green fucking juice all day, every day. I've never seen her drink a fizzy drink. I've never seen her eat bad food. If she has like a cream bun, she's like, oh my God, like I'm so naughty. She had like an almond in 2007 and she's still stuffed. But smoking... 
We Kathy loves a fag, right? And she's gotten it down to about four a day. That's quite good. But yeah, four a day. She'll just go out the back and have a wee puff and then like stub it out and then go back to it later on in the day. But I got upset with her once. Listen, I think somebody got cancer, like who doesn't these days? But I was like, mom, I really just want you to stub it out. And she said, you know what, Laura? I really, really love smoking. I know, I love it. I really love smoking. And you know what? I think when you love it that much and you don't really want to give it up, there's just there's just no point. And I'm not condoning the old smoking because I really dislike it and actually felt quite triggered by smoking because people used to say at me in school, you smell of smoke because my mom and dad clearly smoked and it sticks to your clothes. But my granny is 94 bless her she's in a home and she doesn't know what fucking day of the week it is never mind who we are or what's going on but physically she's in really good health and she smoked a packet of cigarettes every day until she was like 90 and then when she went into your home she just kind of forgot what smoking was and she maintains that smoking kept her healthy when anybody when my mom used to come into the house she'd say Kathy let's get out the cigarettes and she would just sit around her rosary beads would be in one hand and she'd be perpetually praying to the Virgin Mary and she'd have a cigarette in the other she never drank a day in her life she was a pioneer there's a thing called pioneers in Ireland whereby you take a pledge at 18 no you take a, a pledge when you're 11 or 12 when you're confirmed and then you take a pledge to not drink alcohol for the rest of your life and I did that when I was 10 or 11 in church and I was like I promise Jesus I'm not going to drink alcohol until I'm 18 and I really felt that way because you're 10 and you really don't know the fun that lies in store but my granny took that pledge at 10 and she never drank a day in her life occasionally she likes to have a Bailey's in her coffee but that's just to taste it like that's obviously not alcohol Bailey's in your coffee isn't really booze but yeah cute story fuck how did we go off from vaping to my granny's pioneer career I mean good for her I digression well what I do want to talk to you about just quickly is you posted this video today and it's from another podcast called um help I sexted my boss and I have a feeling that JJ is friends with one of the guys I think he's friends with okay the guy I'm not 100% sure Anyway, they talk about this story about this girl. You explain it because you posted the video. So the reason I I asked if you were vaping or vaping, like I thought that was so fucking slick, by the way. The the vaping, V-A-B-B-I-N-G. So these this um, podcast, like Fiona says, is I help I sex with my boss. And there's like a, a like a cool guy and then like a super posh guy. And he's reading a letter about this growing trend of vaping. And they just look vabbing. Okay, vabbing. Fair. It's fabbing. So they just look at each other quite perplexed. And then the guy reads on to discover what vabbing is and apparently it is when you grab a couple of fingers put those said fingers down your knickers acquire some of your vaginal juices and then dab it on your skin in order to give off like an Oda Laura, Oda Minge, Oda Kipper Minge depending on what's going on down there so this girl said she's taking to doing it like all around the place she like she's out buying her groceries she sticks her fingers down there and just gently taps it like elegantly behind her ears 
and wrist and she apparently loves it but it's a thing and she learned it on tiktok now i am a big fan of tiktok as you know and i find myself on all the cretinous corners of tiktok i have yet to find myself on a vaping algorithm of tiktok if i'm honest what's the function of the vabbing is it odor like odor minge so that it's like a pheromones thing i'm assuming i'm assuming it's a pheromone thing i'm assuming you know like there's people that just you know love to really be at one with nature and just like really own their femininity and i'm all about that but i just don't know how i feel about sticking my fingers down there and lacing myself in my own juices you know peppered mackerel listen if i reach down there during the fucking peppered mackerel stage post fucking 30th birthday in thailand i literally would have stank of putrefying flesh so no thank you madam like appreciate that but no and listen i think it's a pheromone thing maybe it's to like attract it must be a pheromone thing because they say that you're the smell of your vagina and i would really like to do a how to make your vagina taste slash smell nice 2.0 because i feel like we can redo it and do it better this time like apparently it's when so our pubic hair has a natural pheromones because the pheromones from like females and males are released through the head which is where our hair is so it's the same well don't i don't quote me on this but <clears throat> from what i know ish is that the pheromones of the pubic hair and we discussed this last time is that that's where the men go wild for so if you're take ripping that off which i don't i'm sphinx cat shaved down there waxed mm-hmm. lasered everything I'm apparently taking away those pheromones, but apparently the natural smell of your vagina is a like pheromones thing for men. But I'm confused as to what the da- the vabbing thing is, because if you are at the gym and vabbing yourself with eau de minge, you are going to smell like sweaty badge, peppered mackerel mixed with a kebab. <laughs> so listen, here's the thing, right? It is all about, like, we're all animals at the end of the day. My dog still has his balls, right? So Indy is a year and a half and he still has his massive fucking dog's bollocks. I've never seen anything like it. My boyfriend is always like, stop ball shaming our dog. But I just look at them and I'm like, they're fucking massive and they're so purple and bulging. Anyways, besides the point, my dog, when he smells another female dog, when he smells a bitch, he literally loses his fucking mind. He cannot pull himself away from her vagina, sniffing it, licking it. Sometimes the bitch is a little saucy madam and she rolls over and just lets him go for it. Quite often they tell him off. But maybe it's that like, maybe it's that thing of like a man's subconscious desire to gravitate towards that pheromonic smell. Also, by the way, the vagina for the most part actually doesn't have a smell in that horrible fishy sense that we describe that fishy smell comes from obviously if you're hot if you're you know a little bit funky down there if you've got like a wee infection or whatever but actually if you've ever put your finger down there or had a little taste whenever like you're nice and clean and stuff and just out of the shower there's actually no taste 
I mean, I ha- definitely had malodorous minge the other day because I think I have that and I get that. When I- Can we get merch? Can we yeah. please? Yeah, we have talked about this for three seasons. I would wear, oh, would I really wear it? I don't know. Inside. I would wear a, like a cute sweatshirt, right? With like beautiful italic writing and you'd think it's going to say like live, laugh, love. And actually it just says malodorous minge. Darling listener, tell us, would you fucking buy and wear a jumper or a t-shirt that said malodorous minge? Because I would. I would. I would wear it when I had a malodorous minge to warn my boyfriend. Although I did tell, this is also another thing that I've noticed, like the level of comfort that continues to ensue. Like the other day I was hugging him and I was like, my vagina smells weird. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, I mean... Like, why, I, why do I, he's like, I know I could why do, smell why it. Do I feel the need to tell him that my vagina smells weird. I also feel like my vagina smells strange just before my period. And then I got my period like two days yeah. later. But mm-hmm. anyway, let's move on from the vagina malodorous minge. It is a hot topic for us. I would like to read, I, do you know what? One of the episodes coming up, let's do vagina tasting slash vagina tasting, like a wine tasting. Mm-hmm. 2.0. Before we move on to our letter, Fiona, we did a poll last, just actually just this week, when we were talking about the Tinder duplicity. And oh my goodness, did people weigh in with their opinions? Unanimously, pretty much, people said it is absolutely imperative to post current pictures, no matter what you look like. It's also a huge red flag if you lie about your age, even by a couple of years, but something we didn't touch upon. And I'm surprised because you're so pedantic about this. People were so duped by people lying about their height. Mm. We had a lot of comments from people saying like, he said he was like six foot three and he was like five foot three. Oh, like, I what the definitely hell? has some liars about height. I went on. But then I feel like people like you make men lie about height because you're like, oh my God, six feet or nothing. Six feet or fuck off. <laughs> like maybe you're the type of person that actually gives men complexes about maybe their I height do. therefore having to lie. Also, maybe I give them even more of a complex because I'm so short. So they're like, if you want a guy over six foot, what's a girl who's like five foot eight? Like I'm fucked basically. I, know. I once went on a date with this guy that said he was... Yeah, he said 5'11", and I always, like, I'm like, 5'11", mm, and he got there, and he was probably about 5'5". Five, five. He was just taller than me, and I was like, oh, no. like, I don't mind, like, like if you're, if you're five, if you're 5'11", and you're really 5'9", 5'10", like, okay, whatever, but, like, you, when it's, like, noticeable, and it's noticeable specifically with me as well, because I am so short, like, if a guy is really just a bit taller than me, and they're saying they're 5'11", like, you're not, like, you can't, like, now I'm going out with a BFG, like literally like I now know the real height of men. How would you feel if you met, went on a date with a guy and he had a little pair of Cuban heels on? Oh my God, like that song. <laughs> I love that Cuban heels song. I, um, I definitely like, I if I've gone on a date, I'm not to be like super picky, but I do... Have I been? I'm just trying to wrap my brain now because it's been so long since I've been on a date. But like, I definitely have judged, and like, I I gotta just be truthful. I've definitely judged men on what they were wearing, like if oh, they yeah. wear, wear yeah. like I know that you always laugh about your geography teacher shoes that your boyfriend wore, so that you're like, but <laughs> no upper sex uh, shoes, upper sex <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah. it's from Clark's. 
that turned up at the front little winkle pickers with elastic on the side when, just for ease of insertion Clinton had his foot measured in the, in the foot measuring machine <laughs> the highlight of the summer holidays before the end <laughs> going oh and having God. your feet measured um hilarious anyway let's go on to our letter hi lauren fee i saw your post about recommending topics so i wanted to share my own experience about age gaps i'm 35 and my husband is 52 so we have quite the age gap we met seven years ago and have a beautiful three-year-old girl and have a wonderful life together we met when we met i was 28 and he was 45 as soon as i met him i knew that i'd met the one we just connected on so many levels and it's been bliss ever since. Don't get me wrong, we have our ups and downs, but you don't say for better or for worse at the altar for nothing. When we were first together, I had quite a lot of opinions from friends talking about his age. He also, God love him, looks a lot older than I do. He's not one of these Benjamin Button types, but I couldn't give a toss as he's my man. Over the years, we've been asked if our girl is his granddaughter or I'm with my dad. And I know people will probably think that I'm with him for the money, even though we are just two totally normal people. Sadly, he ain't no Kanye West on the money front. As we've got older, the age gap has lessened as I've got older and I've matured, as there were times when I was younger that I noticed his older man ways. I wanted to get your thoughts on whether you feel age matters and do we get to the stage where it just seems to even out? I've closed my ears over the years to the talk because I'm happy, but it did used to upset me. But I can see why people would have reservations about dating so far out of their age range. Anyway, I will stop rambling. Have a great day. Oh, what a letter. I know, cool. It's like... It's funny because when you hear the word 50, it seems older, oh, 45, yeah. which actually is not like when you see 40, uh, well, maybe because we're in our 30s, I don't feel it's so much older. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think that age gap, was that is that like 13 years or 15 years or something like that? Not far off. Anyway, yeah, it's, I, it's 15 years. 15 years so I my ex was 13 years older than me and I think he also looked he looked quite a bit sorry there's there's a sorry just interrupt there's a 17 age gap okay 17 right so (laughs) I even felt I even felt the 13 year age gap like I said my ex did look quite a bit older I feel and it, it was constantly like a little butt of jokes, even with friends and stuff, even with our friends, they would say it in front of him about like, um, oh yeah, it's clear he has like plenty, plenty of money or like grab a grand a night or like saggy fucking wrinkly balls or whatever. Like there was a myriad of like little kind of insults, but all in good all in good faith, uh, all in good humour. But honestly, it really didn't bother me in the slightest. I've always had a thing for older men. I don't know where the hell that comes from because I don't really think I have this weird like daddy complex, daddy issues or whatever. But I have always liked older men. Like I said, my very first boyfriend, admittedly he was a fucking dirty, rotten sex pest because I was 17 and he was 31. When I look back on that, I could literally vomit. So that is not appropriate. There is differentiations when it comes to age gap, like the age gap being okay. When you're fucking 17 or anything pretty much below like I'm sorry 24 
and there's a big age gap that's kind of weird for me so 17 was putrid I think around those early years of dating you should really be with somebody your own age because you're developing at such a a pace you kind of want to make sure that you're with somebody that's like super young and fun and along for the ride with you anything older than that they're just going to like put a fucking break on your development and like having loads of fun and making loads of mistakes Mm. as you get older the age gap is definitely less intrusive it's less impactful and I think you find so many people men and women that are older but have a much younger mindset Mm. it's all about how your mindsets like meld I think if for example my ex we did have problems when it came to the age I will be honest for the most part it was absolutely fine I didn't give a shit about the older like the older comments and stuff um he was quite young of spirit although I definitely think I bought that out in him more we did have problems, Fiona, when it came to him being very stuck in his ways. I think that's what she means, because that's when I read that, I thought of you because she said, let me just consult. She said about his older man ways. And I know exactly yeah. what she means by that, because older men definitely are stuck in their ways. Stuck in their ways. And I think I... I've definitely had like some crying incidents to you because he was just his way or the highway. He was also a lawyer, so very black and white. And I literally could have cried with frustration. The fact that like literally there was no give and you can call that set in your ways. You can hold that, call that old man ways. It's also, you know, as women grow older, we do oh, the same God, yeah. thing. But I think when you're younger, that can really incense you and frustrate you. So definitely something to be aware of when there is an age gap. I think it's all about the mindset and it's all about the willingness for the other, for each other to kind of um, be a little bit more flexible and fluid with how you want to live life. Because if you date somebody younger, you kind of, you're definitely going to be trying new things that you typically thought you'd let, you know, put to rest. But I think there's also so much joy in dating somebody younger as well, because it does give you like this phenomenal new lease of life. So in short, Fiona, my personal opinion, age gaps are absolutely fucking fine. I'd say from 25 onwards, from 25 under, I think stick to your own age group maybe a year or two younger or older but don't let your youth and your your love of life and being stupid and silly and traveling and making loads of mistakes be zapped by somebody that's older who's been there and done it because and that's personally from my experience I agree with you I think the oldest age gap I had was 12 years which is I dated this guy when I was 28 and he was 40 and I noticed it. I, at the time, just was like, wanted to be taken care of. And that's what I thought I wanted. So when I met this guy and he was very much like, perceived, like he was, the perception of him was that he was going to do that. But then it slowly start, you know, it, it showed so much that how I was living in a house share with my three friends and he was living in like a, a house that he bought in Albarari. And they're like, disparity between where we were in our lives and also what we like to do as well like on the weekends and stuff really like showed the cracks because Mm -hmm. 
we were at different stages. If I was a, if I was a very mature 28 year old, which is what this girl said, she, I mean, she was 28 when she met this guy. She doesn't go into detail obviously about like where she was in her life. But like, if I was further in my life than I was and I was living on my own and I was a bit more independent and everything, then maybe I think that we would have had more of a chance. But I think that it was just, it was too much for me as an age Mm -hmm. gap. And like before as well, like when I was 24, 23, I dated for a very short period, a guy that was 38 and he broke up with me because he said that I was too, he was too old for me. And it was because Mm -hmm. we had gone out on a night out in London with all my friends and you could just tell like we were all like 24 like ones get shit face and smash and at like the age of 38 you just don't really you can't be fucked to do that anymore and I think that that's basic I think it depends on I think totally depends on the person with anything and also it depends how I think like what she's saying like she kind of just closed her ears to it and she doesn't really care what people think which is so great because they think that a lot of the time if someone says something to you, it can weigh in on your relationship. If people are constantly saying like, oh, is this your dad? Or is this like, is this the grandpa or whatever? But I think that's so great of her to just be like, actually, you know what? Fuck it. He makes me really happy. Yeah, fuck it. She's living her life for her and she's not bowing down to the opinions of other people. We'll say it once. We'll say it a million trillion fucking times. Other people's opinions of you and your life and your situation and your relationship are none of your fucking business, right? Only you have to lie in bed at night and be confident and happy with the life that you're living, right? So she is doing the right thing and she is turning a blind eye to other people's opinions because they don't fucking matter. So that girl is doing for sure the best thing. and I think that also what we have to talk about as well on the flip side because we're talking about it as women dating older I think mm-hmm. we have to also talk about the same like uh judgment um as women dating younger because I think mm-hmm. that definitely as a 31 year old the youngest I could probably go before people start making comments is probably about 25 any younger than that for me, which still is only a 10 year age gap for me would be a 21 year old, which is like, if I think about a 21 year old, I'm like, I think about my cousin who's like literally just left uni. Like, but that's the difference as well between men and women, because obviously women are a lot more mature. And I don't know if you noticed in that poll, Fiona, when we asked people to basically um, submit their topic requests, quite a few women mentioned women dating younger men now I believe that those women are 40s 50s and 60s so there's a great girl and she is a life coach I won't say her name just to just in case anyways I met her at a couple of events and she said to me repeatedly please can you talk about on the podcast women of my age wanting to date younger men and Fiona it is such a thing and we know it's a thing because the amount of women that asked us to talk about it on the poll women are just I feel like women actually get younger with age Mm. I don't know if that's because of self-confidence self-awareness they just don't give a fuck anymore they're just living their life on their terms like especially well, like the fucking sexual revolution and the lifestyle revolution that we've all had. I do feel that a lot of women are growing younger and more carefree as they get older. Their sex drive is actually increasing. Their sexual confidence and prowess is increasing. So I think that makes complete sense. 
for them to date younger guys and by younger guys yeah we're not talking 21 but we're definitely talking like late 20s 30s and above and I also think that is absolutely a great thing to do especially when it comes like a sexual relationship really sexually fulfilling relationship I do think maybe challenges would come from if the woman wants to settle into your relationship I don't honestly know how a man at like late 20s early 30s would feel about getting into your relationship with a woman in her 50s or 60s but it does happen and each to their own I think as well when we think about men and the timeline of men you know if you date a guy that's like for example the guy that I dated and this girl hasn't actually said her husband's past when they met but when I dated that guy that was 40 he'd be married previously and there is more mm-hmm. than often that they've either been married or they have some have had like a big relationship before because of the time which means that either they've made all the mistakes or slightly older you've kind of it's like a weird sweet spot like bliss point I guess with men because when they get to around 35 36 37 they have some like weird and they've never had a relationship they're either never going to get into a relationship or they're going to get into a relationship much later because they're really enjoying their bachelor life because I think a man correct me if I well this is my opinion anyway I think a man's most is most attractive in his mid to late 30s because they're probably Mm -hmm. peaked at their career they're still good looking they're still like energetic they haven't reached that old man point they're still Mm -hmm. probably paying playing sports so they can actually the 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 biggest fuck boys can probably come out of the kind of mid to late 30s era which Mm -hmm. is weird because Mm -hmm. obviously as a 31 year old that's kind of who as women my age would probably be looking at as the bracket of age that you want to be in someone slightly older but not too old but also mm-hmm. not too young plus they're at the right time in their career start a family but actually I think a lot of the time a lot of the time and definitely I've experienced this and many of my friends the most they've been fucked over have been men that are in their mid to late 30s so mm-hmm. I went younger <laughs> and I met my boyfriend who was 29 when we met he's only two years younger than me but I also think there is another thing where a guy who is in his mid to late 20s when they meet a woman who's maybe in their 30s above is quite like enthralled by her because she's like exactly what you're saying confident no game playing in her sexual prime all these things like and that's so attractive whereas I think girls who are in their early 20s which is where you know, society would probably wrap people up together, which is early 20s goes out with men who are in their late 20s. You, They'll find a lot of me's when I was that age, which I don't know where they are in life, don't know who they are, not very confident, self-esteem's through the floor, plays games, like doesn't really know anything about anything. Our early 20s was just like a freaking playground was, of games, yeah. wasn't it? So it's and it was exhausting. It's a weird minefield because it's like, what is the right age where scientifically and like in a formula is like the perfect age to be with someone, men mm-hmm. and women? I wonder what. Do you know what? The point that you made, Fiona, was so 
thoughtful in the sense of bringing up that the older men are there is that sweet spot because they could be single and it's like why are you single at this age Uh, or they've come out of a marriage and with my ex he one of the points that I wanted to make was as an older man he came with a lot of emotional baggage that I was not equipped to deal with I had no idea of the magnitude that emotional damage could be done through quite serious relationship breakdowns at least one or two pretty fucking harrowing ones basically my ex was twice divorced and now I realize why that was that brought so much anguish to my table and I had to deal with emotional damage that I'd never had to deal with before and I'm not saying that everybody who approaches their like 50s is emotionally damaged maybe we are to a point but this was pretty fucking big and if I had have gone back to the early days of my relationship and I could have whispered in my ear I would have said leave this one alone walk away because it's actually going to be such a fucking roller coaster and that was a roller coaster until the very last day so If you're going to date somebody else, by all means, go for it. If they're young of spirit, why the hell not? If you feel that that person is really emotionally entrenched by, you know, divorce and freaking breaking up families and all the shit things that we have actually never had to deal with, I would suggest to tread very carefully. My current boyfriend is current boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, my long line. He's actually three years younger than me. And I have never once felt the age gap in fact I would say that he is well he definitely looks older people would never assume that I'm the younger older one but he has like a little bit of old man syndrome not that he's inflexible or entrenched in his freaking beliefs or whatever but he just loves the old man things in life he loves to buy an expensive bottle of wine read books and chill with the dog like that's basically he's happy with that in life And I think that my vivaciousness and quote unquote being a fucking pain in the arse has dragged him into the realm of activity and doing things and going places and booking holidays and and things like that. So listen, you do you at the end of the day. I love If there's an age gap, but you're on the same page mentally, fucking go for it. Excellent. Seamless, Laura. And my ex-boyfriend, if you're listening to this, you were fucking despicable and putrid. I'm not going to call you a pedo because that's actually not correct because I was 17. Sorry, I just, but- I just wanted a caveat. Laura's meaning her first boyfriend, not the one she was just talking about. <laughs> my first boyfriend. <laughs> just in case you are listening to this because you've tried following me in all forms of social media and I've blocked the fuck out of you. But potentially you would have seen on my Instagram bio that I'm a co-host of Love Bites. So you may be listening in, and in which case, get fucked. I love that. Well, seamlessly onto our lovely segment. El Couture Recommends. 
A huge shout out to our amazing sponsor, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure wear brand who create the most beautiful places, including Fiona, if you don't That's mind me. to let me stand. How beautiful. Oh my God, I love that. Is that the seam? Are these El Couture bottoms? You actually won't recognize them because I bought these well before we started like working with El Couture being sponsored by them. Probably like three or four years old, but they still are excellent quality. These sets wash like ribbons and my arse looks really good by the way if you're in Dubai you can avail of a four-hour delivery or take a visit to the beautiful Alwasil store if you're living outside of Dubai then de delivery will take a few days and they cover all taxes and shipping charges if your order is over a hundred dollars don't forget to use your love bites 20 code for an exclusive 20% discount we love to see how you wear your El Couture so two so do please tag us on social media. I love that. Now, Laura, tell me, what have you been up to this week in the land of consumerism? <laughs> right. I've been going really heavy on the books and the macabre and the true crime and all that shit, right? I've actually depressed myself. So my recommendation is going to be quite contentious. And I want to know how you feel about this. If you are feeling slightly down or bothered or frustrated or you're just in a little bit of a lull Mamma Mia 1 and Mamma Mia 2 oh great recommendation these are the movies that I put on when I need a little pick me up except Mamma Mia 2 sometimes that makes me cry my fucking eyes out from start to finish because um you know spoiler alert fucking Meryl Streep dies but I have never enjoyed such purity and wholesomeness and Greek dancing beautiful vibes in my life that Mamma Mia oh, wanted. I'm gonna watch that when I get home. I'm going out for drinks in like a bit and I'm gonna come home, put my pajamas on and watch that. Oh I'm so excited. Mamma Mia one or two. One I'm a not preference? a fan of two. Yeah, listen, two was exceptionally cheesy. Like even I cringed a little bit, but I did cry the whole time as well. Uh, because I actually went to the cinema with my mom and like her mom died in this and I literally was sobbing because I was like oh my god the thought of my mom like dying was just heartbreaking but yes but actually two is also really good and that girl the protagonist like the young girl what's her Millie name? Lily James. Fuck I've got such a crush on her Why? like her body her face like she's amazing. Mamma Mia 1 and 2 are the best they are literally the undisputed feel-good classics. Go and watch them. But I know this is contentious and people are going to be listening and saying utter fucking shit, cringe, embarrassing. And if you feel like that, then you two can fuck off. <laughs> Just jokes. <laughs> so my, um, my recommendation this week is actually very, it was like quite on brand for what we were talking about last week, but it was it, like, me and my boyfriend watched it and literally we were like oh my god I can't believe this has happened so there's a documentary on Netflix it's actually a series of documentaries on Netflix called Untold and it talks I think I feel like Untold as the series is about untold stories of athletes so this particular mm -hmm. one that we watched was Untold the girlfriend who didn't exist and it is basically about an NFL football player who got catfished mm -hmm. to the extreme he basically right. got catfished by this guy uh, who was transgender. So I think we can say she. Um, and 
basically it was this hoax where this guy basically started talking to this NFL player before he joined the NFL. So when he was playing football at college and they basically started a relationship. He had a fake profile of this girl that he went to school with. And basically the, the level of deception is like so sorry help me understand did this guy think he was talking to a girl a girl but actually he was talking to a man a transgender man slash female so it was a complete dupe complete so when this football player went to university this was at the early days of facebook he was added as a friend by this fake account which was okay. this girl they started talking and they developed a relationship through the internet he then the football player was talking dedicating games to her you know talking about her like and also like football american foot college football is like screened on like it's huge it's on the news and stuff like that they become mega famous he then got drafted for the nfl and then it all kind of comes out it, it will say it's one of these ones where kind of like, I don't know if you've ha- watched um, Don't Fuck With Cats, but it wasn't yeah. like any big company that realized that this was not a real thing. It was like some like eight guys who run a blog who realized. So why had they not met? I am. Um, I kind of I was working at the same time. So like I didn't hear the whole thing. So but OK, let me watch it on told. Untold. I think that she basically made up so many excuses and she also. and made up fake profiles of like this fake girl's cousins and brothers so she was being really legit about it anyway it comes out and it was honestly we were literally like how the fuck did he not realize but also if you watch it he's from Hawaii where like he grew up in Hawaii he was very sheltered um you know comes from like a really religious background so things like this it's not like he had like a clue about the it didn't world even occurred to him. I didn't I don't think it occurred to him he was very like a pure like religious guy and I don't think he and he said that when someone said to him I think you're being catfished it was like the first time that he ever heard the word catfish so like there so it was it's really interesting it's like true crime but also like it's not like no one got arrested. I think it just kind of come, it comes out as such an incredible story. So very much. Do you know your la- your last recommendation very quickly? Um, I just was the boy dad. who shot his dad. Yeah. I shot my dad. I watched that. And that was like, that was good. That was a really, really good show to watch. So if anybody is looking for an additional one and you um, haven't watched Fiona's recommendation from last week, very very good do you think he deserved to go to prison no no I agree with you but what did you find um, that uh, just to talk about this really quickly but didn't you find that documentary so interesting because it's very rare that you watch a true crime documentary where the person that did the crime gets off it's free it's free and yeah. it's telling the story mm-hmm. because and I think that's why obviously it got a documentary out of it because it obviously like in like nine times out of a hundred like it like they get off and also that he's genuinely he did the crime but he's still innocent like I think that's what it was so many twists and turns definitely what, what's the name again I, I just, shot my dad I just killed my dad okay on Netflix anyway sorry to interject there but that <clears throat> was right. super duper um and we have El Couture's recommendation which is It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover and I believe this is a New York Times bestseller it's her first mm-hmm. book I think 
Um, it is a love story um, and apparently it is heartbreaking, beautiful, lovely, brilliant, sensitive. So I think it's a book, I've not read it. This is um, Lucy from Elkachore who recommended this. She said that she read it and it was incredible. I so I've actually got this what? book sitting right okay. beside me. My cousin gave it to me along with another one of Hoover's books, which is Verity that's meant to be amazing. So I've got them both sitting beside my bed and the Hoover books are actually TikTok sensations. Right. And I stumbled across this TikTok the other day and it was this girl at the airport reading the It Ends With Us and she's like gasped, like her like hands over her mouth and, um, and the thread is basically, she's got to the bit. And then everybody's coming in going, oh my God, that fucking twist is insane. I don't know what they're talking about, obviously, that they don't like spoil it, but I cannot wait to read it and I would report back. Before we sign off, Fiona, can we just please remind our Dubai listeners that El Couture have a pop-up in Mall of Emirates? Yes, it is coming soon to Mall of Emirates. Very exciting. We will share location details once we have it. Um, this will be their third store in Dubai. So that is very exciting. And I don't know if anyone who's been to the Alcatraz stores, they are the most zen place. They have mm -hmm. all the collections laid out. It's such a beautiful space to just go and um, feel zen. And they have such great changing rooms as well that don't make you look like a piece of shit when you go in, which is very rare. I fucking hate a changing room. Oh my God, Zara changing rooms. That I'm sorry, work. the only thing worse then Zara are fucking pre-mark changing oh, rooms because they there's fucking pubes and toenails and all down there too as well as really unflattering lighting on that note my darling darling girl I love you I love you see you later see you later